sound check, 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 one, two. This is the 217 Recovery Podcast with Corey Winfield. I got this abnormal psychology exam to do. I think there's something in there that's going to help me with this time travel. Well, if you go back to 1985, please take me. 85? I kind of want to go see Michael J. Fox. Welcome to the 217 Recovery Podcast. My name is Corey Winfield, and the date is the 14th of May, 2020, the year of the Lord. It's actually, it's a, it's a five years, like five or six, they believe, after the birth of Christ. So it's very confusing to me sometimes, but we're not getting into that right now. Past episodes, we have tried, and we've never really gotten anywhere. Just moments in time that you'll never get back in life. Today, though, uh, if you're just tuning in, this is a podcast about recovery. And basically, I've been sharing my life in recovery for about a year, a little over a year. And we're going to go down memory lane here in a little bit. I'm going to tell you how I was kind of feeling earlier today. I uh, started a, a game that we're now going to carry over to the podcast. <laughs> and we'll get to that. And a buddy of mine is out of prison. And I really do want to talk about that. But today, though, I I woke up and I was on a mission to get things done and to start making headway on the things that I want to do with 217 Recovery, you know, and the ride thing and events that we want to do. And it's kind of hard because nobody in the company is actually here in Traverse City, just Marnie and myself, but that's not going to stop us. That's actually probably a better thing that we're kind of spread out in different areas. You know, Chris and Tyrone are back in Boyne City. Anna is kind of in Boyne Falls and kind of in St. Ignace. And I'm talking about Anna 303650. That's, yeah, that's her name, apparently. That's, that's what, I don't know if that's her pen name. I, I don't know, but that's that's what she uses as a blog name. So we're just going to call her Anna 303650, uh, St. Ignace. And uh, we have a couple more people all over. There is another person around Traverse City, um, but my sister, she's back in Coloma. So it it's kind of people kind of kind of everywhere, which, like I said, it could be a good thing. But it gets frustrating for me sometimes because I want to do it all right now. And I know that's not how it works, but that's what I want. So I woke up, I was feeling like, hey, I'm going to do this today. I'm going to knock this out. And we were scheduling our board meeting that we're going to have this Sunday. And I don't know, Marnie was having, I don't know what she was doing, but I just, I wanted it done. So now I kind of took my attention off of the stuff I was wanting to do and I put it on like the Zoom meeting and I ended up doing some stupid stuff and just, uh, and then of course I want to blame other people. So then it wasn't my fault. You know, it was, it was her fault. You know, I'm, I'm always quick to blame. And I think most of us are cause we don't want like to take the ownership of, Hey, if I just would have had some patience, you know, and just trusted that she knew what she was doing, that she would figure it out. But instead I'm just like, ah, let me do it. And maybe that's a man thing. I don't know. I'm sure there are women out there that do that too, though. So let's not let's not draw a line in the sand there. But yeah, so I was feeling down, and then I did something that I haven't done in a while, and I just I just chilled out. You know, I watched Survivor, 
was bummed about that because I, I read the whole how it was going to go down already online. I wish I would have done that. So it was it was kind of like, yeah, that's just like they said it was going to happen. Like, why did I read the spoiler alert and then watch it? I'm trying to think of like there was something going to surprise me. I don't know. <laughs> it's just one of those things. But it was nice to just sit back and relax for a minute and actually just just calm the brain down. And whether that you know comes from going for a walk or watching TV, maybe just taking a nap. I think that we earn that you know, in our, our daily life and not just in recovery, but just in life, you know, like if you're going, 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 sometimes you got to take a minute, man, just, just take a minute, go for a walk, watch the sunset, tons of stuff that you can do. But once I did that, I, I felt a little bit better and, you know, I, I kind of forgave myself for, for being stupid earlier in the day. And, uh, then I, I wasn't feeling quite as down. And especially when I decided to post on Facebook that we were going to play a little game tonight. And here's how the game works. All right. Now, we've <laughs> this game, I don't know, when it, back in my early radio career, and I didn't even start it, a friend of mine, Phil Becker, came and was like, hey, let's do this. You know, you're new on the radio. I'm going to start throwing out words, and then you have to work them into your break. And it'll it'll t- help take the stress off because you're actually you're not really so worried about what you're saying that you're saying it, but you're I don't know anyway it did help. I'm like but Phil would give me words like cheeseburger and I mean stuff that you could say on the radio. Well, I've been playing that game ever since, and when I was in treatment, <laughs> and many times in treatment I played, but this last time we had some real fun with it. Rob was awesome. Because I gave him awesome words. Rob would give me stupid words. <sighs> I mean, and I mean, I, I, I've been playing this game for a while, so I'm pretty darn good at it. And I will just work in words. And so I, I threw that out there on Facebook today. And the, <laughs> the reason why is because I have some shirts that I would like to give away. And I figured I would incorporate this. And how it's going to work is... I asked the words and or the phrases, and then I said, if I use your word or phrase, then you can win a 217 recovery shirt. But I didn't tell them they have to listen to the podcast and tell me when I said it. So if they do that, I will definitely hook them up with a shirt. So between now and the end of the podcast, if I say your word, and if you gave me a word, just keep listening for it. Now, I don't mean to cause any PTSD or anything, but just just listen. Don't don't get too excited with it. So that's that's the game, and it's on. So we're playing. A year ago today, I saw that Anna had posted. Anna three zero three six fifty had posted a picture of her and her friend Kelly. And Kelly, they both went to the UFAM rally with us last year. This this year's rally is coming up in September. It's Thursday. 24th of September. So you should be there. It's in Lansing. We have a good time. Instead of going to bitch out the governor for whatever, not closing stuff or not opening stuff, how about we get on some real stuff, you know? Come together for a good time and show her, hey, look, people in recovery, we're, st- we're still here. We're good people. We're having fun right in your front yard. So that's what the point of that is. But details online at 217recovery.com. But last year we went. And Anna was fresh out of rehab, and Kelly joined us. And 
anyway, it was a year ago that she posted that picture that they got their shirts and they were really excited. And I started thinking, wow, like a year ago, like it seems so far away. <laughs> like even if I had a time machine, like the open of the show, I don't think I'd get in it. I've come a long way personally in this last year and just in general life has just gone in such a great direction for me. If you would have told me a year ago and Anna would say the same thing. If, if Anna and I did jump in a time machine, went back a year and said, Hey, psst, over here, this is what's going to happen to you. This is where you're going to be a year from today. We would have looked at each other and probably thought, okay, these people from the future, they're drunk or they're on drugs. They're doing something, man. There's no way that's happening to me. There's no way I'm going to be, you know, in Traverse City living with a woman, doing podcasts for my studio, having 217 recovery of 501c3. Yeah, I'm working on it, but I'm supposed to do this and I'm going to do that whole application alone, do all this. And you're, you're kidding me. And Anna is probably the same way. I'm going to get married. I'm going to be living where I'm going to be working, doing what? So it's, it's very cool. And that just goes to show you, you know, hope and inspiration. That is what I attribute to where I'm at right now, just in life, just hope and inspiration. You know, if someone can give you a little bit of hope, you know, you can feel a little bit inspired and you can go out and do it. That's, I'm telling you, that's, that's some real talk right there. And it, it, it might seem hopeless sometimes. It might seem like you can't be inspired. But you can, and sometimes it just takes time. And like I said, a year, you know, there were days I didn't want to get up and go to work. There were days that I just, I didn't want to do it, but I did. And I'm so thankful for that. And, you know, all the meetings that I've been to over the past year and all the podcasts we've done, you know, there's 167 hours of just podcasting, you know, me talking about my feelings or goofing around. But, you know, it kind of goes hand in hand with me. Yeah, a year, a year ago today. I mean, the the serenity in that alone just is, it's amazing is what it is. You know, now we're, we're sitting here, we're all up in quarantine. Well, sort of. You know, I I still have some connections. It's just it's a little different now. And that, that's what really kind of, kind of bothers me about, you know, not going to meetings right now, but I was talking with uh, a friend of mine, Jeremy on Facebook today, sort of, I just sent him a message and he said, Hey, you know, I miss you. And, and Tom tried to poison me. There's a whole episode about that at the Charlevoix meetings. And, you know, you don't know what it's like to have an addiction until you realize that you miss going to AA meetings, you know, like that is a, that's a tough thing to do, you know? And that's when you know that, yeah, I do have an addiction and I need these people. And I, I hope that they really do open back up in June. I got to go there and see my baby Ganoush, my Baba Ganoush. I think that's how they say it. Maybe I'm not sure, but, um, it's this guy, we got this, this thing. And I think I owe actually owe him a t-shirt. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I do now, but hmm, perseverance. That's what we're going to do. We're going to keep on keeping on. Maybe hit up the Tootsie slide. Never know. I think I'm going to owe a lot of people shirts though. Actually is, is what's really going on, but 
If you check out our site today, I did add some some new stuff. Uh, you might be looking at it right now, or maybe when you get off of here, you're going to think, well, what do you know? Something new's been added. Yeah, it's it's just a couple little font things, and I changed the way some of the blogs look, but we do have blogs. We have online meetings as well, and just know the time difference. <laughs> I should have put that up there. Maybe I will. Maybe I'll do that when I get off the podcast here and, and just put, you know, I think um, five hours. Ireland, Paris is six hours ahead of us. New Zealand, 14. Those are those are hard ones to hit when you realize that they're like a whole day pretty much. By the time you sit down and look at it, you're like, oh, they're already on. Oh, they're already halfway through their Friday. Great. Yeah. But <laughs> their online meetings, it is it's still fun. And I, I'll probably go to some here and there, but. Um, but yeah, there are links to those in our blogs as well, but my buddy, Matt from back home downstate, he was going through some hard times. And the reason why I want to talk about this is not really because of Matt. It's just because of the things that he went through is, is nothing new. He's not the first person to go these things. And I'm talking about relationships. I'm talking about divorce. And when you're when you're down like that, alcohol just goes right hand in hand. Uh, maybe the other drugs do too. I'm not sure. I'm sure that they mask some things, but the whole alcohol, man, you've seen it too many times on TV and movies and real life. Maybe you know someone who's going through a divorce who had gone through it. Maybe it was you where that bottle was, was your friend, you thought. It made you feel a little bit better and it made you think more and it made you more creative and how you're going to get back at them or whatever. But my friend Matt had a couple pretty bad marriages where I'm sure the drinking didn't help anything, but at the same time, I really hope he found peace and I really hope he's on the straight and narrow now and, I'm sure he's on some kind of program. Uh, He just, I'm not sure how long. I think it was been a few months ago that he got out of prison, but um, it was for wrecking his car. I think that was his second, maybe his third uh, DWI or whatever, and wrecked his car, and then he, he went away, you know, for 14 months. And I just, I'm just glad he's alive. I'm glad that nobody got hurt. Uh, I don't think, obviously, if he was in his right mind, first of all, he wouldn't have wrecked his car. And he, you know, like, it's just, it's such a, such a beat down. I'm going to have a friend of mine, a friend of the show, uh, Derek Chowden on. I call him Chow. He's going to be on Saturday on the podcast, but he, I was listening to his podcast, How Drinking Saved My Life. And his last podcast that he did was on the 10th. He said that's going to be his last podcast too, but we'll talk to him about that on Saturday. But he started, he was throwing out numbers and facts and how many people have died from the COVID and how many people have died like up until this moment, you know, from, from just alcohol, not heroin, other stuff, just alcohol. And nobody's out there trying to save our lives, you know, like nobody's, shutting down liquor stores, you know, it, it's, it's crazy, you know, that we'll jump on this whole COVID thing and yeah. Okay. That's probably bad. I don't want to spread around. It kills people. 
and I don't mean to say that in any kind of disrespectful way. If you know somebody that, you know, that died from COVID, but I'm just saying like, here we are, you know, in recovery fighting. And when we mess up, when we do something bad, Oh, off to prison, you know, if someone eats a whole cake and is diabetic and sends their body into some kind of shock, I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I don't know how it works. I'm just throwing stuff out there. seeing if it'll stick, but they don't get like sentenced to jail. Like, Hey, you knew that was going to happen, but you ate it anyway. Come on, let's go lock you up. I just wish that there was something that we could do. Some, I don't know. And it's already kind of been done. Like you can get, Oh, look car device that you have to blow in. And I mean, with technology, not how it is, man. Like how is there not something that, and I don't mind people would be like, oh, well, you got to blow in your car every time. Pfft, I'm not buying that car. Oh, well, it's in every car. You know, like, how is that not already an option? Maybe if you think, well, yeah, you can go start your car an hour early, then run out there later, having you ready to leave. Well, by that time, you maybe why would you start your car if you know you're going to go in and, go and start drinking, you know? I don't know. There's just got to be some kind of better way because... I don't think drinking and, and driving is good. I don't think that at all. I, I think it's horrible. Uh, I did it. You know, I don't remember it. And that's scary. Again, thankfully, no, nothing bad happened. But uh, actually, something great happened. <laughs> I was arrested. And I was sent to jail. And I was put on probation for a year. And I finally had something I came back and got me, you know, before I would just go to rehab and rehab and rehab and rehab and rehab or, you know, dry out or whatever. And then I don't know, like that was the first consequences that I had, you know, like real legal consequences. You know, I've, I've lost relationships for my life. I've done all that, but that was the first time. So, I mean, it was really lucky of me to, to have that happen and, and not hurt anybody. But I just, I just wish it was something that we could do in, in some kind of way and, you know, maybe at the end of the day, that's what Matt needed too, because the way he was going, it was not good. And, you know, maybe his liver was shutting down, you know, like he was going hardcore with it. So, you know, he wasn't on a good path. So I don't know, maybe it's a good thing that people get arrested for it. And let's see, I just don't see sitting in jail as a productive way to to kind of help somebody with their, with their mental health. I mean, especially in prison, <laughs> I've never been to prison, but I doubt they have depression talks and, you know, stuff like that and classes to figure out why you're feeling this way. I'm just, I don't know. I've never been, I'm just saying, I doubt that they do. Maybe they do, but maybe we got to get out there and start talking to some of these people. Cause they're not bad people. You know, Matt's not a bad person. Well, <laughs> <laughs> depends who you ask, but just kidding, Matt. Um, I don't know. I just, I just wish, you know, and there's two things that you can do. You can wish and wait for it <laughs> or, you, you know, I guess you can pray about it too, or you can, you know, start making some calls and kind of getting stuff done. Like for the people that are locked up in jail or in, in prison, you know, let's give them an option. You know, do you want to speak with somebody, you know, and, and instead of just treating us all like, like we've just stolen, you know, from the bank or, you know, kidnapped some kids, you know, like 
don't throw us in there with, you know, somebody who just, you know, beat up their girlfriend or shot at somebody. You know, I, I don't, I don't think people that have a substance use disorder should be locked up like that. I, I just, that's personal and, um, just personal opinion there, but. Yeah, well, uh, I guess that's another short one tonight. I did happen to get in a lot of words, so if uh, if people do want their T-shirts, uh, they're going to have to let me know that they heard them. So that's how that works. And then, you know, like us on Facebook and follow us. We're on Instagram as well. I'll throw some pictures up there from time to time. And uh, Twitter, eh, not real big, not real big into Twitter. But we're looking into getting somebody as our social media director. My sister kind of does it now, but I think she has a lot on her plate with buying kayaks and, you know, doing, you know, fun stuff like that. But uh, so, yeah, so maybe we'll be more active on Twitter. Who knows uh, if that reaches somebody and helps them because they see something that we post on Twitter. You know, more power to them and more power to us, I guess, for for doing that. So, yeah, you know, I guess we'll be there. Instagram and uh, Facebook, of course. But I listen to us pretty much all the platforms, iHeart, Spotify, all that good jazz. Uh, We will be starting up, because I keep hearing about these sports starting up, a 217 Recovery Fantasy Football League. I know it just ended. Calm down. But it's starting pretty soon. And keep that in the back of your mind if you want to join that because I think that's going to fill up really quick. It's going to be a lot of fun. My first year sober was last year. Completely start to finish sober. It's the first time. And it was it was fun. I finished, I think, third or fourth. But it was still it was still a lot of fun. So if you want to stay sober and you're like, how can I do fantasy football and, and not drink? I'll show you. It's a good time. But, um, but yeah, and then if... I don't know if we're going to do a baseball one. I doubt it. It could be pretty interesting with a shortened season, but baseball's too much, man. <laughs> that is for real. I've done like three seasons of baseball, and you can't tell me. It, it, it's much. It, it's much. But, uh, yeah, so keep an eye out for that coming soon. And, um, yeah, and we'll have Chow. On Saturday, he's got all these numbers and facts. So if you're a numbers kind of guy or facts kind of guy, listen on Saturday. We'll talk to Chow. And until then, have a good one.